Hi, I'm Frances Robertson Ritchie. Welcome to today's episode of The Explored Life, More Than Yoga. This morning you can join Chelvy and I as we talk all about meditation, Buddhism and mindful eating during these challenging times. I've been enjoying going to Chelvy's meditation classes for a while now and learning about the philosophy behind the Buddhist meditation practice. What I really like about her sessions is the contemplation aspect of the meditation. So there is discussion around what we are doing and why we're doing it. And I find that really useful. So we'll talk more about that along with the work Chelvy does around mindful eating and the way that she can help people who are struggling with binge eating. So if you have been interested in finding out more about Buddhism, meditation, the why behind the stuff we do in meditation, then this podcast episode is for you. Good morning and... Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, we've just been having a lovely chat, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> it's been yeah. nice catching up with you. Oh, yeah, the same, the same. I've missed, missed our catch-ups at, at your um, classes, your meditation classes. And uh, as we were saying, that's one of the things that um, I've kind of allowed to drop because you know, I'm managing to fill my time with all this other stuff, even though we've got this endless time at the moment in lockdown. Somehow I managed to still um, keep myself incredibly busy. But (laughs) I'm going to try and drop into your, um, one of your meditation classes next week. Was that, what were you saying? It was a stress and anxiety one. Yeah, so so I teach for um, Jampa Buddhist Centre, as for, um, you can find out about it on meditateinkent.com. So Monday nights, I'm teaching a class, a series of classes uh, that's about finding peace in troubled times. Essentially, how do we get through the global pandemic um, with a relatively peaceful mind to the best of our ability? Uh, so Monday, this coming Monday, we're looking at um, anxiety. You know, how how can we um, work with anxiety and let go of anxiety through the practice of meditation? And the week after is going to be looking at stress. Mm-hmm. Um, each class is self-contained. So I know that you've got a lot on. So if you can just come to one class, you can just drop into that particular class. Today's at 8 to 9 p.m. So it's live streaming 8 to 9 p.m. Mondays. And is that on Zoom? Do you do it? That's on Zoom. Yeah, it's on Zoom. Yeah. So if you just sort of book in and then the, the centre will send you a link and then, then you have me literally Brilliant. sitting where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I've missed that so much. So for you, those of you who maybe haven't come across or met Chelvie before, she is a, a meditation teacher and she teaches for the Jump Out Kadampa Centre. Right, yeah, yes. So you have loads of meditation classes and you also um, teach at Liberty Wellbeing, don't you, in Ashford? Yes, I do, yes. So, so basically um, the centre is a charity, Jampal Buddhist Centre is a charity, so we just, the main purpose of the centre is to serve the community by offering meditation classes and everybody who works there is a volunteer, so none of us sort of get paid for any of it. But we do charge for our classes because we need to <laughs> make money to uh, run the centre. 
Um, and we, at the moment, I'll just tell you a little bit about what we're doing at the moment. So we have two daily meditations, half an hour meditations for people to drop into. And one at 11 o'clock um, by James, our main teacher. And then I do one at six, six o'clock in the evening, half an hour, six to six thirty. Um, so there's two meditations. And then we also have Saturday courses coming out this Saturday. There's one about transforming adversity. Um, and the next Saturday, I'm teaching a course on uh, how to deal with loss and change. Mm -hmm. Half day course. Um, and then we also have... Um, two regular classes the Monday nights and the Wednesday nights as well and lots of other stuff so um yeah so that... the Monday night and the Wednesday night one so like the Monday night one that you were telling me about which yes. is about anxiety and stress are they a little bit um so digging a little bit deeper so the, the half hour meditation does that include the chat because that's what I used to love about the classes yeah when yeah, we the... chat about things afterwards really gives yeah. you a little sense of understanding of what yeah. what you're doing and why which can sometimes yeah. I think you know sometimes you don't know why you're doing stuff do you yes I, I'm totally I totally get that yeah I mean the half an hour meditations are more meditation based so they you mm -hmm. have a 10 minute chat and then a 20 minute meditation whereas a class you have two meditations but you also have about a good 40 minutes of exploring the psychology explaining as you're saying I'm explaining um, the psychology of how you train your mind how you for example when we're looking at anxiety we're going to be looking at what is anxiety and what's the root cause of anxiety what kind of mind what kind of thoughts and perceptions create anxiety in your mind so then you then hopefully by the end of the class have a very clear understanding of how anxiety works in your mind and what can you do to um, work with it when it comes up you know how can you create space how can you let it go or how can you think in different ways to prevent it from arising yeah. uh, and all of that is in the in the talk you know that, that uh, which is basically contemplative meditation although I'm the person the teacher's talking so I'll be talking in the class but hopefully what I'm saying is guiding you to particular conclusions in your mind yeah uh, totally I mean that's what I found when I came to the classes is you guide us to do kind of inner work really don't you That's, yes um and it's very and this is one of the things I was going to say to you actually this morning is and just how practical and useful these practices can be That's yes what I found in my experience yeah at this particular time you know where people maybe are under more stress than usual and yes. so much uncertainty with what's going on in the world however much you try to sort of shield yourself from that I mean it's going to have some kind of sort of impact isn't it yes and so these practices are really practical useful ways of managing that stress and anxiety absolutely and I think um you know this global pandemic has shown us how fragile the external world is you know like everything has just come to a standstill just a small invisible virus has created so much chaos you know so I think the practice of meditation um, uh, understands that the only reliable source of strength is the strength that you can generate in your own mind, because the external world is not a reliable source of security. Yeah. Um, so, so in a way, the pandemic is almost, it is an opportunity, it's a spiritual opportunity to go deeper, build deep inner resilience that can be um, unaffected by the external uh, environment. So eventually that's the goal of, meditation is that you develop such great confidence um that you could deal with anything life throws at you um yeah. so i think like i know, I know it's a horrific time that we're currently experiencing 
But if we do have the opportunity, we can take this time to um, build some really deep habits of mind. Uh, but we need to make the choice to do that, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think in a way it's showing us the nature of our life actually is unpredictable, you know. Um, mm. General life is unpredictable, right, you know. And it's just made by this global experience that we're all having and the extreme level of suffering we're all experiencing. But but this is uh, normal. Life, isn't it? Yeah, it, nothing is permanent and uh, everything changes. Yeah, we yeah. just can't predict. You know, no one could have predicted this, could they? It's, no. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, a few months ago, who would have thought? <laughs> I, know, I know, that's it. But the thing is, I think that we are adaptable and can be resilient. And it's about yes. the tools that can help us to do that. And like you say, it's about making a choice to do that. Yes. Which isn't always the easy choice, is it? It's like sometimes it's kind of, um, it, it's it's hard work sometimes, I think, isn't it? Yes. It's not necessarily easy. And I think that's another thing with meditation that sometimes potentially can be off-putting because people don't necessarily, and I, I'm just speaking from my own experience here, yeah. thinking back to before I got into all of this stuff, is just really not understanding what yes. it's all about and what it's supposed to feel like and that kind of thing. Yes. What, what would you say to someone who maybe is completely new to it, you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great question, actually. Um, and I can relate to your question as well. So when I first started to go to meditation classes many, many years ago, 20 years ago, <laughs> when I was two years old. So that gives away my age. Um, I found meditation, the first few sessions was a little bit uncomfortable because I wasn't used to looking at my mind. And it felt like, oh, this is, I, I was a bit like, hmm this is a bit painful, you know, yeah. but very quickly within two or three sessions that, that business starts to subside. And as, as, as you were saying earlier, I connected more to the philosophy, the talk, the talk my own meditation for a while. And then eventually start to realize actually beneath the turbulence, you know, the busyness, restlessness of our mind, there's a source of peace that's always within us, but we just haven't learned the skills, the tools to access that peace. And that's all it is. Yeah. It is just a training ground. Just like, you know, if you haven't done any physical exercise and you turn up at the gym, well, you know, good old days when we used to go to the gym or turn up at the park or whatever, yeah. your body's going to hurt because your, your body's unfit. Similarly, I mean, our mind is unfit. The first time or two, twice, it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable and that's normal. But you must never put, let that put you off. It's a bit like saying, I'm not going to start exercising because I'm too unfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and I think that's a, such a good way of putting it and really useful way for people to understand because I think that did put me off. And I, I did some meditation and then didn't go back to it because I was like, oh, God, I don't like this. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> I don't want to be yeah. You know, I don't want to have to confront things, feelings, yeah. um, stuff that comes up. Um, yeah. If someone had said to me, explained it in that way and said, just like muscles, you know, once you get them working, it's, yeah, it feels good, you know? Yeah. Like yes. It's just getting past that point, just like with yes. running or any kind of, yeah, exactly. It's such a good analogy. Absolutely. 
just sort of building on your point is that when you come to a class you, you are quite safe because you've been guided by a teacher yeah. do you know what I mean and um so it's all nicely wrapped up for you so you're not left feeling quite vulnerable or um like I'm not, I don't know what to do I don't know you know so that's why the psychology bit is really important there's a structure to it there's a step-by-step process by which you work you build up your mental strength yeah. so I always recommend um that if whether you come to Gem Pal Centre or not, find, try and find a teacher that you connect with. Um, yeah. uh, and there's something about actually being guided by a real person that makes a difference rather than, um, you can do stuff with apps that can take you so far, but there's a lot more that comes from being in a live, you know, a live streaming class. That was my journey actually. And um, I started off with Headspace, which is such a great tool, but actually it, it put me off in the end. I ended up thinking to myself that meditation wasn't for me because yes. it only took me so far and, and I didn't understand the why behind what I was doing. And yes. for me, I always have to know why. And I, I really don't like doing stuff unless I know why I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Same, yeah. So I think if you're that kind of person, then absolutely the classes are definitely a game changer, definitely. Yeah. So hopefully that you, you can drop um a link to your classes in I will do I will do actually yes yeah. yes and I will be joining you on Monday for sure yes um, and you were going to also talk to me about the mindful eating um yeah the mindful eating yeah so my in my my personal job I mean I was a social worker for a long time and um and I trained as um I was a social worker at end of life care and then I trained as a, um before that I trained as a life coach so I've gone back to that and now I'm a mindful eating expert. So I really essentially help people overcome binge and emotional eating. It's a journey that I've been through myself that's actually inspired by my own struggles with food and emotional eating. So right now, there's so much binge eating going on right now. So as we were talking about it a bit earlier, when we all our addictions are going out with this, alcohol addiction, uh, binge watching, binge eating is in particular, even people who don't normally binge eat are eating right now because of the anxiety, etc. So I have done, so my, um, so I've done a lot of free resources to help. That's my offering for this time. So in my website, which is Healthy Mindset Project, I put the link on the, on the bottom. Yeah. I have done some free self-coaching, um, uh, step-by-step self-coaching program that helps you combat binge eating during a global pandemic. So yeah. essentially not everyone's going to be able to afford a coach, et cetera. So you can pick up that guide and coach yourself. Mm-hmm. And also on May the 17th, I'm doing a free webinar on um, uh, how to stop binge eating during, um, during lockdown, basically. That's May the 17th. And it's on my Facebook page and on my website. Um, that's how that's coming up um, on Sunday at 3 p.m. And also, it's just a new idea I've had. I was Because I've been getting some emails from people saying, I really struggle with binge eating at night. I'm really good all night, all day. Yeah. And, then, and then at night, I'm just like stuffing down that biscuit, biscuit, the crisps, you know. So I was just thinking, oh, how, what can I do to help? And I was thinking about doing a 14-day challenge where I'm going to do half an hour, just like the meditations I do for Jampal Center, like a little um, te- strategies for keeping peaceful, like maybe a little meditation, but also some uh, helpful thoughts that you're going to keep in your mind for the evening that's going to prevent you from or reduce your desire for binge eating. That's something I'm thinking about starting in a week's time so people can come into my like a Facebook live um, scenario and they can then listen to it and then uh, and then hopefully that will give them some protection for the evening. Yeah giving them that support sounds great. 
And then the other last couple other things is, of course, I'm doing a, a follow up course, um, which is like a really, um, is it, yeah, follow up course, six week series on how to overcome binge eating. That's also on my website. Yeah. And then workshops on how to overcome binge eating through authentic self love. So, a lot of essentially, a lot of, a lot of our addictions, whether it's binge eating or something else, all comes back to a relationship with ourselves. Mm-hmm. So often we're trying to mask feelings of inadequacy, not being not good enough, um, not being able to handle or feeling overwhelmed by life, which is anxiety, etc. And then you try to suppress that through eating or alcohol or binge watching. Yeah. Um, so you've got to get to the root cause of why we are binge eating, um, which diets don't address at all. Diets actually perpetuate your hate, hatred towards your body by shaming you into, into being thin, etc. So... So I want to, I want people to go deeper and look at why do I have this addictive habit? Why am I using food as a way of numbing my feelings and the heal from inside out? So I've got yeah. quite a lot of stuff on that, and everything's on my website. So, um, yeah, uh, yes, great. Meanwhile, you can look at my um, blog post that gives you a little bit of guidance on how to coach yourself. I still got to do one more post, by the way. It's not complete. Um, and yeah send me an email you know I'm, I'm really happy to help this is this is what I do for a living and this is a time of need so anything I can do to help yeah um, let me know yeah. yeah brilliant and all we'll drop all your details into the comments below um yeah. thought, let's just finish um if that's okay with you um I was hoping that you might be able to share something like what one thing would you share with someone who's completely new yeah to- all of this Buddhism and uh, mindfulness thinking, what's yeah. that really useful tool or practice that you would share with them? Okay, so what I would share is that um, you are more powerful than you think you are, and the source of peace is inside you. Okay, so if you're thinking, well, I'm not finding that source of peace, you just have to learn the skills to access that peace. Simple breathing meditation and focusing your attention on the breath when you overcome the discomfort, you'll start to experience peace in your heart. I'm, I'm pointing at my chest, my spiritual heart, center of your heart chakra here. Can't see me on the screen. Wow. Um, so it doesn't matter how horrible the external world is, you have the power to find peace. Always remember that. You just need to learn the techniques and you will. It's just uh, just like training. So inner peace is a source of authentic happiness. Oh, I remember you saying that and that really stuck with me inner peace um is a source of authentic happiness yeah i love that thank you so much pleasure thank well, you it's um, so amazing talking to you francis yeah, really, really nice to see you to see your face um what exciting stuff have you got on for today have you got anything fun with uma that you're doing yeah i've got a music group with uma um oh. And then, you know, talking about going crazy on, on like live streaming, I'm doing this sort of Tai Chi. This is a friend of mine who's an acupuncturist and is doing some like classes around Tai Chi, but understanding the philosophy behind Tai Chi. So I'm doing that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We're, we're packing our lives full, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a bit too much, but yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It's like rain it back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for joining me. And I will see you on Monday. I'll catch up with you soon. Thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget that you can subscribe to listen to more episodes. You can leave a review if you've enjoyed today's episode and you can share with your friends and I'd really appreciate that. Look forward to seeing you next week. And if you need a few moments out 
for yourself, I've left a free guided relaxation recording in the notes for this podcast. Take care, guys. See you next time.